Hey, what's up, universe? Welcome to episode 22 of It's a Choice. Uh, so this one, I'm going to talk about choosing grace. And today, I pulled the swan card, the swan medicine card in the upright position, which is about grace. And I'm actually going to get into that towards the end of the podcast. I'm going to just kind of like roll through some thoughts that... Um, uh, that I just kind of want to talk about more, just kind of like updates and kind of tie it into the idea of grace, right? So first thing um, that I'll just kind of mention is that for a few months now, I, I had been keeping an eye on this domain name, itsachoice.com, and I use the domain registrar um, namecheap.com, Right. And so when I looked it up, it was like, hey, this is available and it's a premium domain, which just means that like it's pricey, right? It's it's more than like $8.88 a year or something like that, right? Um, so I got my federal tax return and I was like, I'm going to buy this domain. You know, I'd been eyeing it for months. And, you know, given my background in IT, you would think that I actually would have gone to like itsachoice.com just to see if there was a page there or not. Um, I can't recall if I ever did. But regardless, um, I went ahead and proceeded with the purchase, right? So I bought itsachoice.com and I was all excited about it, you know? Um, although I wasn't like completely attached to it, I was like, this is a pretty cool domain, you know? Like, I, I mean, right? It's the name of the podcast. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, so I go through the process and I put down the cash and, uh, buy the domain. And then, uh, you know, they do some identif they do some identity verification because of the uh, amount of money that the domain is. Uh, so I do that, fill out a form, they verify my identity. And then like a couple of days later, I wake up to an email uh, from Namecheap, um, from their concierge service. And they're like, Hey, we have some bad news. Um, turns out that the domain is actually not available. Uh, and like I had learned, I'd done a little bit of research and like domain names are just like digital property, right? So um, they have certain websites that you could go to that where people actually invest in domain names and then like sell them aftermarket, right? Um, it's literally a way that people do investing. And so uh, turns out that itsachoice.com was listed on a marketplace and appeared to be available, but was not. Uh, so the concierge service from Namecheap found this out. They let me know and they're like, look, um, appreciate your understanding. Sorry for the inconvenience. We will issue a refund immediately. Um, you know, sorry for the troubles. Uh, and so I was like, all right, like no big deal. And they refunded my cash, uh, like relatively quick. I think I got my money back within like two days. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, and they were very professional and, and courteous about the whole thing. So definitely recommend using them if anybody's ever looking for a domain name registrar. The thing about it was, um, like I said, I wasn't really attached to it. So when I got the news about the domain not being available, I wasn't like, pissed off about it. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset. I really wasn't anything. I was just kind of like, okay. So it wasn't available. Um, which I was glad to see that in myself because I wasn't attached to it. So that was pleasant, um, to know that. So that's, that's just kind of an update that I wanted to put out there. Um, that, uh, 
I was looking to do that because I wanted to have a home for the podcast. Um, and so a new home is going to have to be, you know, manifested instead of it's a choice.com. There'll have to be someplace else to live. Um, I mean, it's definitely still going to be on anchor. It's going to be wherever you're listening to it. Now I'm still going to publish it the same way. I was just looking to have a web presence, um, and do some translation, not translation, some transcription, maybe some translation, but first some transcription of the podcast, um, you know, have them as blog posts, things like that, whatever, just kind of had some ideas. So it's a choice.com not available. Don't go there. It's for some other guy that's got a whole nother program. And I believe it's for recovering alcoholics. If I recall correctly, I'm not for sure. I didn't check it out too much, but somebody else already has that domain. It's not me. Uh, so that's going to roll into like a couple other things, right? So what I did do in the meantime is I did curate my podcasts and I standardized a number of things. Um, I standardized the naming of each of the podcast episodes. I re-uploaded audio files because I didn't have a standard naming convention uh, on the files, file names themselves, so I standardized that. Um, I also standardized the audio file format because that was not standardized. Some of them were M4A files, some of them were MP3 files, um, so they are all MP3 files now. Uh, then I updated and standardized the MP3 tags. Um, that's all been standardized. Uh, this is all kind of technical nerdy stuff, but it's the stuff that, that I kind of get into. And I knew when I started the podcast that I wanted to do that, but I got just totally like fell apart from the very beginning and I didn't standardize stuff. So that has all been taken care of. Everything is the same across the board. Um, everything's standard and going forward, I'll, I'll maintain that structure. Uh, so that's, you know, that's one thing. Um, and that's part of the reason I wanted to have a web presence as well is because I can embed my podcast episodes on a website. Um, you know, and like I said, making blog posts with the transcription of the episode. Anyway, uh, so the next thing then, here's what I've decided to do. On February 12th, I did buy another domain name. I like to buy domain names, um, you know, just because I don't do it for investing purposes. I just happen to buy them. So the domain that I bought on February 12th, I actually bought a couple, but the one I'm telling you about in this podcast is for my own personal space, right? And I don't have a website here, so don't go there. It's not a web page there yet, um, but it is going to tie. There is some functionality and there's a reason I'm mentioning it. So the domain I bought was therealzachollinger.com. Somebody, somebody else already took zachollinger.com. There's even another Zach Olinger within my family. I've gone to a family reunion and met my doppelganger. Doesn't look like me, but has my name. Uh, and then somebody else already took like ZachWithAK.com. Somebody has that one. So I said, fuck that. I'm the real Zach Olinger. That's my domain, right? So that's, my, that's the domain I bought. So here's what I'm putting out there to you. And here's the piece of functionality is that I'm going to put it out to you listeners. I've got like seven or nine people. Thank you all. Love you guys for who's listening. And for those in the future who happen to stumble upon my podcast and care to listen, I'm going to put it out there to you. If you have any suggestions, you want to say, hey, drop me a line, whatever, you know, um, here's the email address you can send it to. And it's going to be hey, H-E-Y, at therealzachollinger.com. A lot of people like probably have like suggestions at whatever.com or info at whatever.com. And I'm like, fuck that, man. I want, hey, like, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, Zach. Hey, 
at therealzachollinger.com. So that's Z-A-C-K. And the last name is O-L-I-N-G-E-R.com. Therealzachollinger.com. So anyway, if you got any podcast suggestions, anything you want me to talk about, just whatever you want to send me, fine. Just send it to that address. It'll be cool. So there's that. So then another piece here, I'm just going to totally change gears, is I recently was hanging out. um, Actually, let me back up because this ties into itsachoice.com. So there was another morning that I woke up between, I can't remember the day, but between episodes, right? Between the last episode and now, um, where my... Two sons, right? I've told, told, I've mentioned like two of their friends that I talked to on Discord, right? So one of these kids is very artistic um, and he likes to do video editing. Um, we will play like kind of like a Pictionary game online and he is like extraordinarily good. Uh, and he likes to do um, just that kind of stuff. He likes to do artistic stuff. He's very, he's got a very artistic mind. And I had thought about asking him for like maybe, I don't know, the last four to six weeks um, about creating a uh, like logo for me, right? For my podcast, for It's a Choice. And I had, we had mentioned like he and I were playing a game and, um, or maybe I mentioned it in the chat, whatever, uh, about my podcast and stuff like that. And anyway, so I woke up one morning here over the last week and this kid had posted a picture inside of the chat and he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm working on this. And, um, you know, here's the image that I got. And I had never mentioned to him ever that I wanted him to make a logo. He just straight up did it all on his own. And I was like, that's fucking cool, man. Um, so I just want to mention that because that was like, that was grace to me. That was an example of grace that totally was like a favor and like goodwill And that's the definition of like grace is like God's unmerited favor, love, help, goodwill, um, or the universe or source, whatever. You don't have to use the word God, whatever you want to put in there. Like the universe showed up and I was like, damn, that's pretty sweet. Now I'm not using that picture. Um, It's not quite exactly what I was looking for, but the fact that he decided to do it all on his own um, shows me something. So what that ties into is, um, you know, my youngest son, Milo, uh, messaged me like shortly after that. And he wrote, he goes, I'm sorry. And I was like, well, for what? And he's like, you know, I'm not, I haven't done anything for like your podcast. You know, he's like, um, you're talking to this other kid, um, like the older boy, uh, who's like 17 and I've helped him, you know, like, um, you know, and he, like I mentioned before with, uh, with the girl that he's interested in. And then there's this other boy now, like who's 15 and he created that image, uh, you know, the logo for me. And I was like, dude, I was like, there's nothing to be sorry about. I haven't asked you to do anything. And I was like, besides Milo, like you have inspired like two episodes of my podcast. And I've totally mentioned you like, in a, like a number of my podcasts, I was like, so like, don't think that you're not contributing like cuz you totally are without even knowing without even knowing it right and so i just wanted to mention that to him that um i didn't want him to feel bad and with milo i've actually thought about having him create like music for me i'm going to buy him like a a keyboard um there's some stuff he'll need to learn for sure um so it's nothing immediate by any stretch but that's what i told him i was like look i've thought about you like 
helping out with the music, with the intro and outro of like the podcast at some point, you know, like, so, and don't worry about it. Like you've been totally helping me out with like inspiring ideas. So anyway, like, um, what that, uh, I'm losing my, losing my train of thought here. Um, because we hung out here recently and, um, we were just talking about that, you know, we went to the park and we, that, now I remember, yeah, we went to the park and we went back to his mom's house. I was dropping him off and we sat in the car for a little bit at his mom's house. And he was like, so he's like, do you have a plan after this? And I was like, what do you mean after this? Cause we were kind of talking about like, um, about my job. And he goes, he goes, well, he's like, after, after this project, because I was contracted for a project that wrapped up on February 19th. That company has contacted me to extend the contract just a little bit. There's a few other things they want me to do. So I'm currently working for them again, but it's a very small contract. It's not a whole lot of hours um, and and whatever, you know, it's, I mean, I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's not like a full-time gig. Um, and so he's like, so do you have a, you have a plan? And I was like, Milo, <laughs> I rarely make plans. I was like, so no, I don't. I was like, I'm targeting, you know, 100% remote contract work, um, you know, that type of a thing. Um, so he knows the situation. And, um, and so what I want what that rolls me into is like today, like over the last week, I've had a few recruiters contact me today. Specifically, there was three recruiters that contacted me with four opportunities um, or I should say I found another opportunity through a recruiter that contacted me. So I find that to be another example of grace. Um, nothing has panned out yet. I've spoke to one of the recruiters today. Um, it's for a local gig here in Kansas city. Um, I told him, look, I'm not looking for local work in Kansas city cause I'm looking to relocate out of the area within the next you know couple of months. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not looking for anything uh, around here. And another recruiter within this past week hit me up with another opportunity local and I had to tell her the same thing. Um, so I, so that, rec that opportunity didn't, didn't work out. Uh, there was a recruiter from last week who, uh, approached me with an opportunity and I told him my hourly rate. I said, look, this is what I ask. And he's like, well, I can't get that from the client. They're only going to offer this amount of money. And I was like, well, I was like, send me the details and I'll take a look at it, you know? So he sent me the details. I took a look at it and I said, hey man, there's something in this job description that if the client's looking to do this, they can't do it with that software. They're not going to be able to do it the way that they think they can. It can be done, like, but it's going to require more work and a whole different set of skills, which I have. And I said, if they want that, I'm going to go back to my original ask and you're going to have to get that dollar amount per hour for me. And I never heard back from that guy. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I followed up with him. I called him. I emailed him once each and he never replied. So I was like, I can take a hint. You're lost, man. Whatever. Um, not attached to that. Uh, so then um, today, right? So three recruiters. One's not going to work out because it's a local gig. Another one um, is for 100% remote work on the Zendesk software that I have a lot of experience with. And that's the, con that's the software I've been working on this past contract. Um, and I'm going to be talking with him tomorrow, uh, about the opportunity. And then today 
like w- this happened within like like very quickly like click 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 uh hearing from all of these people uh so then another person hit me up about like this like uh, kind of a programming and like QA testing opportunity uh, for a company. And I was like, well, that's kind of a cool thing. I would have never really thought that I would, would have been considered for such a role. And the guy's like, I really want you to apply for this job. And I checked him out. I looked him out on LinkedIn because when you're going through this stuff, you can find recruiters and opportunities that are bullshit, you know, and shady and all of that stuff. But this was a legit thing. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. So as I was doing the research on that particular opportunity, I found another opportunity for the same company. This guy is an internal recruiter, um, and this one is another Zendesk uh, project. And I was like, that role looks more aligned to me than the one that the recruiter had hit me up for. So I replied back and I said, hey, I know you asked me about your original opportunity. I said, but I found this other one that I'm actually more interested in. Um, let me know if I should just apply for both of them. So I assume that I will hear back tomorrow, uh, from them. Cause it was later in the evening when, um, I sent that email out. So anyway, I mentioned all of this because it's just, um, uh, to me, it's just a, a matter of grace. And they, here's another thing I want to mention because it ties into it over, this past week as well, one of the guys that I met from Life and Wealth Mastery when I was in Fiji, his name is Ricky, and this kid, and I can call him a kid, I'm 42, this guy's like maybe 27, um, he's hosting an event in Colorado at the end of March, I believe it's from March 27th through April 1st, and he was like checking in with me, so he, I got, I filled him in, I kind of updated him about what's going on in my life, and then he spoke to me about his program, and he's like, look, I really want you to come out here. And he gave me the breakdown of the price. And then I was like, hey, look, Ricky, I just bought this domain. Like, I literally have X amount of dollars in the bank. Um, and this is before, you know, the whole reversal of the domain name, right? And he's like, it's cool, man. He's like, since I am, like, co-owner of the company, he's like, I can do pretty much whatever I want with the pricing and the financing of it. He's like, so I really want you to come out. And so how about we just have you, you know, put X amount of dollars down, and then you could just pay the rest off over, like, however many months it takes you. And I was like, Ricky, I really feel like there's something there for me to like go out there and be with you. I was like, let's do this, you know? So, um, I gave him my card information and he was going to wait to like, you know, run it for a deposit. I haven't given him the green light yet, but I'm going to. And anyway, all I'm saying is that like in the moment, in the moment that Ricky was telling me about the opportunity, I didn't have the means like at all to even put down the normal deposit um, let alone even like his adjusted deposit for me. And, but I still felt like it was the right thing to do. So I was like, we're going to fucking do this. And through his grace, right? Because we're, we're all expressions of the universe, right? So when somebody says like, God did this or like whatever to me, like it all comes through us. I've mentioned this before. We're all expressions of the source. We're all expressions of the universe. We're all expressions of God, whatever you want to say it. So that comes through us right as individual people so the universe's grace showed up through ricky for me to receive and i allowed myself to receive it and it just keeps unfolding right so like i got the money back from the domain i'm going to be able to put down the deposit i'm going to be able to work out that finance like no problem um i took you know i so i have this 
chunk of cash, right? And then like I have all sorts of stuff that I could buy if I wanted to, but I'm being very intentional about what it is that I'm creating and manifesting and allowing myself to buy. So I wrote my ex-wife a check, you know, because I pay her every month for taking care of the boys. Um, and then I donated $100 because it was like, here you go. And as I'm doing all of this stuff, as I'm feeling myself, as I'm spending that cash or giving it away or writing the checks, I am paying attention to how I feel about it. And every time I've, I'm making it a habit, and I've been doing this for a while, every time that I have an expenditure, I don't look at it as an expenditure. Um, I'm just using that vernacular to like a lot of us look at spending money as an expense, right? There's another EX word that we can use, another X word that we could use, and it's expansion. I view it as how am I expanding somebody's life, right? So the donation was obvious. Writing the check to my ex-wife, obvious. You know, telling Ricky to like put down the deposit, obvious. Like I'm expanding his life. I'm expanding my ex-wife's life. I'm expanding the person or the people that I'm donating to. Um, so I don't view that as like a loss. It's not something, I am not losing that money. I'm choosing to expand I'm choosing where I'm going to expand the universe with that energy. Um, so there's just this example of grace where it showed up through Ricky. It's showing up through these recruiters and the opportunities. It's showing up through the extension of the contract because I have good relationships with the with the client. You know, they enjoyed my work. They enjoyed my personality. They enjoyed me and they welcomed me back. They're like, dude, we'd love having you back. And it had only been like a few weeks since I'd done any work. But they were like, we're so glad to work with you again. And I'm like, that's awesome because I love you guys too. I'm glad to be working back with you. And it truly is. I really love the people that I'm working with. It, they're, just, they're just good people and they're very, very fun and loving. Um, so there's just this, these examples of grace, this example of expansion and with my son asking me, do I have a plan? And I'm like, no, my only plan is ever following what feels right. What, what feels right. And let me go back because this comes back to another thing, right? So this all happened. This all, all of this stuff happened within the last week. My ex-employer, not the one where the contract just wrapped up on the 19th, but um, Advanced Biotechnologies and the creators of the biocharger. I used to work for them. They contacted me with a contract gig. They're like, hey, look, we've got this little bit of a project and we'd like your help working on it. And I was like, okay. And I'm talking to basically the guy who's the CTO. It's a very, it's a small company, right? And, um, and I was like, hey, look, I'm going to just tell you, like, there's something about this. I can't put my finger on it. I can't articulate it. I was like, but it kind of, I feel a little uneasy about it. You know, and when I left that company, they it was an intuitive decision to leave. Um, there was nothing wrong with the company. I had no, there was just, it was an energy thing. And I just got a download and I was like, I got to go. So like, I, I just need to put that out there for context. So when they contacted me here, just like the, over this past week about this project, I was talking to the CTO and I was like, look, I was like, there's just something that just doesn't quite feel right. And when I left, they had offered me a contracting gig and I was like, no, I just, it has to be a clean break. I can't, I got to like slice off the energy, you know? Uh, so when they approached me here just recently about a contract, I was like, man, I'll take a look, send me the information. Let me take a look, but I'm going to just tell you right now, there's something about it that 
I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'll fulfill the contract. So they sent me some information. I ended up doing about four hours worth of work. And it got to the point where we were going to need to make a decision on like, hey, how far am I going to be getting involved? And I allowed myself to honor that tiny, tiny little voice. It was very, it was a very, very small feeling where I was just kind of like, you know, there's just something about it. I can't articulate it. I can't tell you what the hell it is. I still can't. I can just tell you that it just didn't feel right. That's all I can say. It just didn't fucking feel right. Uh, but I could have rationalized this like eight ways to Sunday. Like it would have been so easy to rationalize fulfilling this contract and doing more work. But I ended up telling him, I was like, look, there's something that just doesn't feel right about this. So I am not going to finish the rest of this contract. Like I'm going to, I'm going to conclude where I'm at right now. Um, I vetted the software that you wanted to do something with. I think it can fulfill what you needed to do. I was like, but I'm not going to do any testing with it. I'm not going to do any implementation. I'm not going to do anything else with this. Like I'm, I'm going to be done. Um, and they were, you know, I'm sure they were slightly disappointed because it was kind of a time crunch thing for them. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I have to honor this. You know, I have to honor this. So that to me goes back into this whole like thing with, with grace, because like, as soon as I honored that these other opportunities, like just started showing up, like the other recruiter, like from last week, the one that didn't pan out that I never heard from, he showed up after that. Um, then the other woman here that was local, she showed up after that. And then, um, the three recruiters today, that's five recruiters, five recruiters with six different opportunities showed up after I turned that opportunity down and honored my inner voice, my inner knowing, the grace. So here's, I'm going to just kind of wrap this up because this is, it's getting a little long, but this goes into the animal card, right? This so flows right into the animal card. So in the book uh, that comes with, um, you know, the animal medicine cards here, this is what it says about the swan, right? It says, okay, so it is that we learn to surrender to the grace of the rhythm of the universe and to slip from our physical bodies into the dream time. Swan medicine teaches us that to be at one with all planes of consciousness and to trust in great spirit's protection. If you pulled swan, it ushers in a time of altered states of awareness and of development of your intuitive abilities. Swan medicine people have the ability to see the future, to surrender to the power of great spirit, and to accept the healing and transformation of their lives. The swan card is telling you to accept your ability to know what lies ahead. If you are resisting your self-transformation, relax. It will be easier if you go with the flow. Stop denying that you know who is calling when the phone rings. Pay attention to your hunches and your gut knowledge and honor your female intuitive side. And so that right there to me, like there's just so many examples of grace in this episode that I feel showed up for me over the last seven days. Uh, and especially when I started allowing myself, I mean, I always, I've been doing that for a long time, but that's just another primary example of like, it was so, so small. It was such a small, tiny little voice and I couldn't articulate it. I still can't. I couldn't put my finger on it. I still can't. I just could feel it. That's all I could do is feel it. And it wasn't like this like punch in the gut feeling. It was just kind of like, you know, this, hold on a second. Like if I got still, does this feel right? Mm, 
not not a hundred percent. It was like ninety eight percent feels right, and I'm like, you know what, two percent off. That's something for me to look at. And the reason um, I started looking at that is because I do these book club calls on Sunday, and I was speaking to a woman during a call like two weeks ago. And I was telling her about this. I was like, yeah, I was like, I've started to be like, if it doesn't feel right, I'm not doing it. If it doesn't feel right, I'm not fucking doing it. And this was one of those examples. And it was just such a small thing. I could have easily rationalized this. I, I just look back and I'm like, wow, this is like one of those, like something that, that might appear to be a very small choice. But in the rear view mirror, when you look back, you're kind of like, damn, that was a pivot point. And I didn't realize how big of like a change that that allowed to happen when it seemed rather insignificant at the time. So it's just, yeah, it's just to me, it kind of blows my mind every time I, I, I look back on things like that or just have these experiences. So I just wanted to share it. I just want to express my gratitude, you know, for you guys, the universe, for the opportunities that I have for my life. And this one last thing, because this totally, totally plays into all of this as well. There's a woman, Mary Lou. Um, she does hypnosis. She's an amazing, amazing woman. Um, life guided hypnosis, I believe, is her is her uh, company name. So if you want to check her out, she's awesome. Anyhow. Uh, I'm part of, I'm in one of her Facebook groups and she's doing a 30 day, 30 day gratitude challenge. And today's prompt, today's question was, what sense are you most grateful for? And I saw this question as I was laying in bed and I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet. And I was thinking, damn man, I love all the senses that I have. I love them all. And then I was like, but there's one, I got the thinking and it didn't take long. I was like, but there is one that I am most thankful for, that I'm most grateful for, and that is my intuitive sense and honoring that. So I wrote that down in my journal, and then I pulled this swan card, and then there's all of this stuff in this podcast episode. So just crazy. Just, I mean, it's not crazy, but it's just an example of like how the universe shows up. All right, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Go live an inspired life so that way you can inspire others to live their authentic and inspired life. Because at the end of the day, living an inspired life is a choice. All right, I love you guys. See you next week. Bye.